Just a real quick note about audio quality here. I'm using uh, the recorded audio from Zoom because uh, there's three of us talking and we are all in different parts of the world. And it's just, uh, yeah, it's too much of a hassle to get everybody to record themselves. I didn't want to ask that of them. I'm already explaining too much. You'll get used to it. Here we go. This week's episode is brought to you by Patchworks Seattle. Please visit patchworks.com, P-A-T-C-H-W-E-R-K-S.com to learn about all the great module manufacturers that they carry, including Make Noise, After Later Audio, Mystic Circuits. Um, they've got mutable instruments. They've got WMD. They've got recovery effects. They've got AI synthesis. I mean, come on. IntelliGel, you name it, they got it. I got my Korg Wave State there recently. I also got my 4MS Stereo Triggered Sampler there recently. Um, and I'm really, really, really trying hard not to go down there and buy a Morphogene now. I can't afford a Morphogene. Um, but you know, I would still want one. And if I was going to get one, I would get it at Patchworks. So please visit P-A-T-C-H-W-E-R-K-S dot com. I'd also like to tell you about Needham Woodworks, the finest Eurorack cases in the land. I'm staring at mine right now. It's just a behemoth. It's a big, beautiful wooden case. It's just... I've had it for months, and I still, like, I'll walk into the living room and it'll be in the corner of my eye, and I'll look over and be like, oh. Needhamwoodworks.com to learn more. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Podular Modcast. My name is Tim Held and I'm so happy to have you back. This week we have Colorado Modular Synth Society on the show. That's Sign Mountain, a.k.a. David, and Monocene, a.k.a. Christoph, from, uh, yeah, from Colorado. And they're going to talk about the origins of the Synth Society um, and where they are now and where they plan to go in this, uh, this weird world that we live in. Um, yeah, we, we get into some really, really interesting and important topics throughout this, this episode. So uh, buckle up. And if you're not familiar with Colorado Modular Synth Society, then um, you need to go check them out on YouTube. They've been uh, doing like uh, basically synth meetups or synth festivals online throughout the pandemic. I think they've done like three different uh, like live stream things that are all available to watch on, on YouTube. And I was a part of two of them. Um, it was really cool. So please go check them out. So how y'all doing out there? Is anybody feeling particularly anxious or depressed lately? That seems like a silly question. I bet everybody's got some level of it going on right now. Um, I got to tell you, I've been just like, this year has been the best year for me, depression-wise, probably of my entire adult life, um, until the last like month or so. It really started when all the protests started. I felt I was starting to kind of dip back down. And uh, yeah, I'm at, I'm at probably, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm at like a seven or eight on a 10 <laughs> it's a little callback to uh jonathan snipes from clipping we were talking about how stupid it is to rate things on a one to ten scale anyways um yeah i hope you're doing all right i gotta tell you it's it's pretty hard when uh you get sent a video from a friend in your hometown of your father with a trump pence flag and an american flag tank top with a hat that says jesus on it um confronting local black lives matter protesters so that's that's pretty fun so that's what i'm dealing with right now 
Um, so I guess I think I might have to break up with my parents for a while. Um, but anyways, let's talk about something positive. This show is keeping me sane. It's giving me purpose and your involvement and your just this community that we've built through this. Uh, it just means the world to me. So thank you so much. Um, and thank you to all you Patreon subscribers. If you would like to help keep the show running, um, in the current capacity that it is, and even in Excel beyond it, then, uh, join up that, that their Patreon and, uh, the, the higher that, the higher that patron number climbs, the more, uh, the more freedom I will have to do really fun stuff. And I'm working on this video project. Um, and I can't wait to share it with you. I, I got to shoot some more stuff. Um, I think I've rambled enough. Let's get into a demo really quick. I've been trying to explain this patch over over and over again, and I realize that it takes uh, it just takes too long to explain it, and then you can't listen to it. But here's what you got to know. It is my guitar going through the four-band distortion from DPW Design and the Bad Comrade from Recovery Effects, and then into Sirius's Veil from Void Modular. Amazing dual or stereo filter. Um, and then all of the modulation is coming from two Envies, two Tilts from After Later Audio, and then the ADSR from recovery effects. I'm individually controlling each channel on uh, Sirius's Veil's cutoff, and then I'm also controlling the master cutoff. So we've got three different cutoff thing ha- cutoff things happening. Um, and then, of course, I'm controlling the VCA ends on Sirius's Veil. Yes, it has two VCA ends with the envelope generators from After Later Audio. I hope that makes sense, but please visit After Later Audio, uh, Void Modular, WMD, Recovery Effects, and DPW Design. Um, and then a little shout out to the Chrono Blob 2 and Disting for some delay. All right, I'm going to shut up so you can listen to this, but please go check out these amazing modules. Introducing yourself, uh, your real, your your born given name, and then your your moniker. Yes, yes, we will. <laughs> we will. I should have said so. He, okay, David. When, when do you want us to do that? Oh, you want us to do that now? Oh, you didn't. You didn't specify a time. There's a question and no time frame. Uh, I will go first since I'm already speaking. Hi. <laughs> This is Sign Mountain, a.k.a. David Soto. Um, I'm going to let the listeners guess which one's my born name. <laughs> <laughs> Tough one. <laughs> I, yield, I, yield, I yield the floor to Christoph. <laughs> okay. Uh, so my name is, uh, is Monocene, a.k.a. Christoph Schultes. 
Okay. Thank you guys. I, I'm, I wanted you guys to introduce yourself so people could tag your voice with your name. So as we go on, they can kind of try to keep track of it. However, I think most people listening will, will recognize your name because you guys have been really busy lately. And I'm like, I mean, Christoph, you had to move to the dungeon for network reasons, but David, like this background is a very, it's become a familiar background. This, the beer steins and the mon, the, the modular and all the wood grain and the plants, like you're, the fake you're, plants. You're, yeah. You're, are they fake? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. Well, you don't have to water them on top of your, uh, your modular setup, but um, yeah. none of it is real. <laughs> it's, it's all, it's, it's all zoom background. It's all, it's all zoom background and cardboard and, Lots of Let's, angles of shots. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think we should keep talking about it for the next 30 minutes or so for the podcast listeners who aren't seeing the video. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I could, I could, des- we could, we could describe, uh, Christoph is in a, in what he calls a dungeon and in the background, you can see the rafters of his house and, uh, it looks it's like, like a, it's a partial finished basement, partial finished. So if, if the listeners could just close their eyes and imagine a partial <laughs> finished basement are you there are you with us okay that's where christoph is now imagine uh a person in an all leather suit walking into shot in the back exactly (laughs) here comes the modular gimp oh god you know i i hadn't thought of this but i was like oh god you get you get david and i on on a on a roll and we're both gonna just sit here and make dumb dad jokes the whole that's time. That's true. That's true. Um so you guys are Colorado Modular Synth Society. Um and let's just dive into that. Like how did that start? Who started it and why? Yeah, whose fault is it? Um whose fault is it? <laughs> whose fault is it? Uh so John Mosher started this in two thousand eighteen possibly a little bit earlier, but there was a Facebook group that started in January, 2018. Um, and he started that because he was thinking about getting in the modular and wanted to see if there's anybody else who wanted to do it with him. I joined really soon after that and um, soon became one of those people that was like, we should do this. We should do that. Let's do that. Let's do this. Let's talk about this. Um, and so John's like, yeah, that's all you, man. Uh, I just wanted to like learn more about modular stuff. And so then uh, August of that year, I did our first meetup. I think we had about five people come to that meetup. It was like very like kind of impromptu, like let's do something this month and organize it. So that happened. And when was this year wise? That's 2018. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You probably August. already said that. But... No, that's okay. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, so then we did that, and that was actually really awesome. We did like a little DIY thing, and we hung out, and it was cool. Um, and it was enough for me to kind of keep wanting to do another one, and 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 so I got some, I got some a friend space, a DIY space, and we just started doing those monthly, and it's just kept at it. And you know, five became ten, ten became twenty, and then you know, but we were getting at least like thirty to forty people uh, showing up to those. And those were like on the weekends, uh, always once a month. Um, and there would be like two or three hours. And they had sort of a format that we've kind of kept now. And then uh, earlier last year, we we got to a point where they had, we had too many people. And Alex from WMD said, you can come use our space, our warehouse space that we just we just got. 
and we moved it to there and yeah that this that got really big really okay, fast and were they already doing stuff like putting on shows and like freak boutique and stuff like that yeah yeah so at the same time this is all happening two things are happening um uh in for like now eight years this would have been like seven six years at running the rocky mountains synth meetup was going on and that uh is by mark mosher and he's over uh he, he's doing them in boulder he's doing them in denver and they were there were there was nothing modular specific about that that going on um but he was sometimes he had there's sometimes some of the Eurorack folks would show up there, but there was a lot of like Ableton and synthesizer stuff and drum machines and stuff, which is totally cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew, I knew that was going on, but that was usually going on in Boulder and Alex at this, also at the same time, Alex from WMD was doing freak boutique at this bar called uh, Fort green. And that is a monthly modular showcase. And that was on a, that's on a Monday night. And that is, that's where we all start hanging out, uh, and he's building that up. Same story with his too. Um, you know, he was, it was just kind of a small affair with a few nerds, and then pretty soon it was like a lot of nerds, and then some normal people would show up. So it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was getting big, and as that was growing, and and I was trying to build up these meetups, and I was already like talking to Alex a ton, and and I was talking to Mark a little bit about like, how he set up his his meetup group. And I was like, well, I just want to focus on this. I just want to do this, you know, very modular synth specific thing. Um, yeah, it was, it was great because they were all kind of pulling in people. They would recommend other people that were into this stuff to me and help me build all that. And then, yeah. And before you know it, like you would go to a uh, freak boutique and everybody was playing was at the meetup the night before, or, you know, of the week, you know, week, uh, the month before whatever so it was cool it was like all these like cmss you know mm-hmm. folks were playing a lot and then we would hang out and you know and sell and trade and or teach each other stuff yeah you guys you're you're seeing the like just like the the origins of it and how it came together and like the the um kind of like uh i don't know this the vibe that i get from your scene reminds me a lot of what happened in seattle with like Bradley and Josh who started the modular on the spot here and then changed to modular nights. And then with patchworks, like rather than a, a manufacturer here, it was a store. So like patchworks was like our WMD and just like this, this merging. And now like, yeah, we all, like, I just, I just uh, bought a module off of somebody I met through the scene, you know, who's become a good friend last night, you know, <laughs> like it's so we're, we're buying and trading and going to the same shows and like, um, and all sorts of stuff is like kind of spawned out of that. Um, it's been really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, this is, you know, Denver's, uh, is an interesting, uh, has an interesting music scene anyhow, uh, which is, which is great. We, you know, we have a couple of, different festivals here and depending if you're into bluegrass or if you're into rock and roll or even hip-hop there's there's something for you out here so it's it always had a really cool scene and but what was neat about this scene especially what alex was building at freak boutique that there was a lot of new faces and a lot of people kind of venturing out of their comfort zone in that area so we kind of had like this neat like uh, opportunity where we're just kind of building something literally from scratch, even though all this other stuff was going on, you know? So um, it, that kind of brought a lot of 
sense of community because we all knew we were kind of responsible about how this story was being written. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us, and this might be true in your scene too, and I'm, I'm, I'd be interested to, to hear what other people say, but so many of our people from our group had had previous experience in other music communities. Definitely. And mm-hmm. they didn't want any of the, of the, of the BS that mm-hmm. drove them out of that to That's be exactly part of what happened yeah. here. And I hear that story a lot from different people. Um, yeah. And, and I've talked, I've talked at length of why I think that is. And I think a lot of people agree. It's, I hear the same thing. It's just, there's just the lack of ego and just the amount of enthusiasm. Like I just remember being in, in green rooms with other bars, like sharing a bill with a bar and never having a conversation with them, like just passing them in the hall, you know? And like, there was always this kind of like, I'm too cool to talk to you. And then, like well fuck you then i'm not gonna talk to you know and it's just like it just <laughs> it was so weird and and yeah i just didn't get it um yeah I, I i feel like hearing about a scene like yours out of colorado just seems i don't i've been to colorado but i don't know it super well and i think you know people who don't know it super well just think of it like as the mountains you know yeah. um so like to have like something like a modular synth scene like be flourishing out there is is at first kind of strange it's not really but um it's awesome to to like i mean i know that i'm just wrong and i know denver's like a cool city and stuff but um yeah i think i hope i just didn't offend all you call it is it coloradans how do you what, what do you guys call that? let's get them boys uh no yeah no <laughs> no colorado's colorado's interesting you know and um i i mean i've lived in every neighborhood in denver uh, mm-hmm. Now I live in the suburbs, which is a whole nother story. Um, <laughs> we'll catch up on <laughs> Suburb Dad's podcast <laughs> later. Um, <laughs> I'll see you there. Uh, and, you know, Christoph isn't in Denver, and we have a lot of members in Denver. But, like, the if you look at some of our members that are in our group, they are in the mountains. Mm-hmm. They are up in Fort Collins, which is nothing like denver and there's some in colorado springs or nothing like you know it's it's just it's just a it's just a uh you know a really spread out that's cool that way because yeah a lot of people yeah. think yeah a lot of people have like a few things in their head about colorado whether it's the weed or it's the skiing or both mm-hmm. you know and that's cool whatever you know that's that is part of colorado for sure but there's all these other different things happening here and a lot of people moving here from other states that's also that's happening a, yeah. that's 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 a becoming a problem here in washington like we're trying we've there's all you all there is to do is nature stuff right now and everywhere we go it's just like it's a it's like a music festival like you try to get up in the cascade mountains where it's like lush and peaceful and it's just like so many people and it's like oh this isn't this isn't what i was after i'm trying to make peace with that because i'm like you know born and raised Washingtonian and I grew up in the mountains and it was like, you could just drive anywhere and pick a campsite whenever you wanted and just kind of go out in the woods and get away. And it's like, it's, uh, it's just gotten so populated here. So, and I was actually just thinking like, maybe I should move from here to Denver, but it sounds like then I would just be, I would <laughs> You'd be, be part of no. your state. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I have mixed feelings about that stuff too, because I, I mean, I, I was, we moved here when I was four years old. So I'm back and still, I think I use my claim a native flag for being here mm-hmm. since I was four. But 
Um, you know, the thing, the thing is like, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I was, I was involved in the music scene, the hip hop music scene, like in the early two thousands. And I remember like this feeling like we were getting zero respect, zero attention and nobody mm-hmm. you know everybody just thought we were a kowtow. Then we were just like, tell people come here. It's amazing. You're going to like, you're going to love it. It's so cool. You know, yada, yada, yada. And people did not bad because of me, but you know what I mean? Like a lot of us out there. Yeah. A lot of us people that were like bragging about how cool Colorado was. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, when you get here, you're like, yeah, I dig it. Like beers are 50 cents. It's like cheap to live here. (laughs) And that's what it was like at the beginning. And then, Uh you know, it just blew up because, you know, capitalism's going to do its thing, you know? It's good. Yeah. Capitalism's going to capitalize. Is that the same? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and so, but I'm, but I'm not like I'm not like really mad about it because like, uh, you know, Christoph is here now, and that's cool. And, and yeah, how did how did that yeah, happen? I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm, not you. I'm, I'm part of the problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was gonna I, say your accent is not is not Denver. I'm not placing not Denver. a Denver accent. No, it's, uh, it's not Northeast Denver accent right there. <laughs> it's Jersey. Um, <laughs> Somebody actually said that to me once. If it was, if I was really? No, I was born and raised in <laughs> Germany. Uh, I came over here about 15 years ago. Um, okay. And, uh, and yeah, now I live here, family here and all that. Um, but, uh, yeah, for me, you know, Colorado was just a, a beautiful place to move to. My wife is from born born and raised in Colorado, so... Um, I've never lived anywhere else. Um, but, uh, yeah, so to the music, I mean, when I moved here, um, just being exposed to all the shows, you know, just being able to go to a city like Denver. I grew up, you know, in a in a village in Germany. It was it was not e- that easy to go somewhere and see and see bigger, bigger acts and things like that. So I was exposed here to a lot more music and a lot more opportunity, even for Collins, where I lived. You know, Aggie Theater, there was a lot of bands coming through that just played and, uh, you know, 2,500 people maybe venue there. So it was uh, it was it was great. And, you know, when I I got involved with the modular scene through Freak Boutique. Okay. Um, Basically, I attended one Freak Boutique in, I think, November 2018. And I had gotten into modular in 2017, started buying some modules and things like that. And then I just said, you know what? I'm just going to sign up and see what happens. And then got picked the next month. <laughs> right, because it was kind of like a, a an open mic situation where you signed yes. up, you had to show up, and you might not play that night. You had to show up and there at the, at the, at the event sign up. Mm-hmm. So there was no online sign up at that point in time. You had to show up, and then you could put your name on the list. And then, and, yeah, uh, then he does a lottery for the next. And then he show. does a lottery. Oh, for so the next show, yeah, I see. So, so it wasn't. So you don't have to bring your patched synth. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, you just sad. go sign up, and then he would he would do an online lottery, live drawing kind of a thing, um, and you you get picked, and then for next time, a week later, you get to uh, you get to play, and that's how okay. I kind of got involved with the scene. I think that's the first time that's where I met David, and then I heard about Colorado Modular Synth Society, and then I started going to the meetups. Um, and then I really, really like the, you know, the community aspect of it. I didn't know a lot of things, and 
um, I had, you know, done my own research and done my own, you know, development of, of you know, call it a, a music vision and a style or something like that. It had to do with modular, but then all of a sudden, you know, I show up for the first Freak Boutique and um, the first guy up is Gerald Fjord. Oh. <laughs> from, from Denver. And, yeah, and you're like, oh, so now I got to follow him. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I was last, right? That night. Oh, boy. Yeah. So <laughs> that wasn't the only one, right? Then I think the Aphonic Brian from Boulder here played. So it was just like every single time I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah, but I think they someone were like so Gerald good. Fjord. There has to be like a Gerald Fjord and a, and, and a Nasty Nachos clause. Like whatever order you get drawn in, you guys have to close yeah. out the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was so inclusive. Great, so. Yeah, it was so inclusive, right? I played, and then people walk up and say, "Dude, that was great!" And you know, I love it. And you know, it just all that that anticipation and nervousness was was kind of gone after that. And then for me, mm-hmm. there wasn't a question that I would sign up again and do this again because you know I'd really caught that bug. To, mm-hmm. to be able to be part of that community, which then made me, you know, you know, that was really the impetus for me to get more involved with the community and, and help with the meetups and things like that. Yeah. Okay. So you, like, I was wondering, so what, what would, what's your role? Just kind of helping facilitate these meetups? Just like, cause I know David, it's probably a lot of work setting all this stuff up. So like, um, like we were talking before we started recording, just like you, you know, you, you, almost like a weight's been lifted off your shoulders with the help from Christoph, you know, like it's just much easier to do. Um, like what, what were you, what were your, the skills that you brought to the table to like just help facilitate this better? Um, we're still, we're still trying to figure that out. So yeah, he's on a trial, trial <laughs> run. This, this is awkward. I'm he's just, he's <laughs> right at his 90 day trial. I don't have the job yet. And so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is gonna it's be a so more awkward that. call. Well, real life people. <laughs> I, I mean, can I answer for you a little bit? Because I know you it's weird. It. I know it's that. weird. Yeah. I know it's weird to talk to you about yourself. Um. So so yeah so. <laughs> uh yeah so, what doing all this stuff? I I mean I say I do it by myself, and that's like ninety percent true. I uh, obviously like that's probably not even. That's a bad percentage. But anyhow, yeah, the idea is that, like, I'm an instigator and I'm going to, like, you know, follow up and stuff like that. But it does take people to show up and people to play and, you know, people to pitch in and sometimes help with some of the, you know, whether it's graphics or or just helping me get a hold of other people or whatever. Well, when all this stuff happened with COVID, it became, like, a whole nother, like, even – more isolated situation where okay well now i'm in my basement trying to figure out how to do these meetups and you know uh we had a few people this you know obviously like say i got time on my hand to help too with some of the technical stuff and i know christoph knows a lot of the clickety clack uh that's what we say that's like our that's like our code word for like you know how the you do you clickety clack something and then the, the <laughs> website comes online i need yeah, a clickety clack guy yeah <laughs> clickety so he does a lot of the clickety clack and and uh, the hot fixes. Those other that's another thing he taught me to say. Um, so yeah, so I so he he's been helping me with with all that technical stuff, and but also just helping organize stuff and do things more properly. I think Christoph had a had a big part in the um, compilation that we did. We did a, so a couple things real quick just to mention that we did last year that kind of 
spawned what we're doing this year. Last year we did our our first festival, and that was an outdoor festival, and that was that was amazing, and that was a whole nother beast to like have accomplished. I did that with the help of Chris Cardone, aka Luigi Modular, um, and a bunch of volunteers as well. But then we did the we did this compilation album, and you know I I you know me just being me is like hey everybody send me in your stuff by january 18th and we'll make an album because that's what you do right you just you get files and you put them in the pot and you stir mm-hmm. the pot and then mm-hmm. it shows up and that's what happened uh but like it was taking forever for me to get that off the ground <clears throat> because i guess my witchcraft wasn't as powerful as i thought it was <laughs> i couldn't just will things to happen <laughs> uh but so you know i reached out to see if anybody could help and of course like Kristoff was one of those people that said they would help and you know having somebody there to say i'm going to do it i'm going to help organize it like you carry it this far. I'm gonna carry it the carry it the carry it the rest, and that's what we've kind of continued to do, um, all the way up to like the you know that that last festival we just did online where you know, I I'm great at like getting things you know started and you know, um, you know flowing and and Christoph's been really great to kind of like a like help me, but keep things organized and make the communication clear and make sure spelling checks been employed and uh also but also like kind of like we we i mean obviously like with with covid with the protests uh with you know our new focus on including more women and non-binary people we've had a lot of amazing conversations on the sideline about like how we want to like do that like how we want to like represent that how we want to be involved with that uh, that is more important. That those conversations mean more to me than any technical know-how that someone knows. Like being able mm-hmm. to like have a philosophical conversation, because I'm I'm one of those people that I believe that like music and politics are are like title locked. I think they're mm-hmm. I think they're totally title locked. So I don't believe in escapism with music necessarily. I I think they're totally they're relevant. So to have someone to talk to who's luckily on the same page as I am. And I think for the most part, Colorado, which is good, which is cool, you know, it's that's that part's like been really helpful. So, I mean, what's his role here? I I think it's kind of like to have two people handle the organization as a whole and then also to handle the future of the organization, like Mm -hmm. having that second, like a second person weigh in on that. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like being in a band almost like I feel like when I, I made some of the best music I ever made when I was making it with one of my best friends who would be honest about, you know, and, and, and he would give me new ideas and, and vice versa. It's just, it's good to, it, to um, just have another brain to pick from and, you know, add stuff to that pot to stir up, like you mentioned. Um, yeah. And I want to talk about this, the, this political and inclusion stuff, because I, I, I think it's probably well established by now that I'm, I agree with everything you just said about um, music and politics being, you know, there's a, there's a link there. And I think it's, uh, I think it's important to, uh, to uh, be vocal about things, especially right now. Uh, I'm not saying this very well, but um, before we get into that, I do want to kind of just focus on um, you've done a couple online 
kind of synth festivals since COVID. So, and I know you're not the only ones doing this. And I, I first just want to say thank you because I think, I think what you like the synth societies, modular Seattle, you guys, SoCal, New York, you know, you guys are, you're keep, cause we, you know, we always talk about this community here, your synth, these online synth festivals are what's keeping us together. Um, also untitled beat collective here in Seattle. I want to throw them a shout out. Um, Cause it's all these people that you're talking about that you've made these, these friendships with at first it was just, yeah, we play music together and now we're like close friends and with COVID we can't see each other and do these regular things. So it's really like you guys are carrying the weight of the scene on your backs right now for all of us. And I just think that is like, I just thank you. I, I respect that so much and appreciate that so much. Um, so like, how how did that kind of how did that transition go? I mean, because well, we were I was actually well. Here's gonna I'm just gonna do a sidebar. You guys made me feel really really good, and you made me feel like I have arrived because you were gonna you were gonna fly me out to do your your synth yeah. your synth thing, and then that kind of made another you know I was gonna go somewhere else, and that was kind of my dream was I hope someday somebody that doesn't know me who's not in my area asks me to come do something. That that's kind of like how I saw. I will be successful then. And then you guys reached out to me. So I just have to say like, that made me feel so good. And then COVID happened and I, I couldn't come down and meet you all in person and hang out. And that was a big bummer. It's not the biggest bummer of COVID. But so I just wanted to do that little sidebar. But so you were going to do a synth festival. When did you decide and why did you decide like we just need to do this online? Yeah, so the last synth festival we, we did the first, the first one, I should say, uh, that was same time last year, and that was an outdoor festival, and it was it was crazy cool. We like um, had like I think over nineteen people play that. We had uh, three classes that at the nearby school, like free classes, and we had this huge interactive tent for kids to play with synthesizers and for parents to, uh, you know, kind of like mess around and people just walking by to kind of learn about modular synthesizers and it was really awesome and we were like looking forward to doing that again this year we were um starting to plan that as late as i mean as early as uh you know december november we were like looking into that um you know what was it going to take and like how much money can we save up and there was a couple of things that we were going to do we were going to open it up to people outside of colorado um we had just recently had our Benny. I flew our Benny out to to do a show. I should say, uh, Gerald Fjord and and uh, the Aphonic and myself flew out our Benny <laughs> to do a show. We all kind of pitched in on that. And um, anyhow, so we had we were getting excited, like, oh, cool, like we can like we can like you know the festival is going to be bigger this year. Uh, so I started talking to you, and I was talking to the Div Kid. And we were all like, let's make this happen. Let's like get you guys out here. Like I'll, I'll raise yeah, up some and money. Ben and I were talking about uh, splitting a room, sharing a room and, and, and like building content together while we were out there too. I mean, yeah, I that I was say that now because it's not going to happen. <laughs> exactly. It's still a good idea and we're still going to make it happen. But yeah, we yeah. were like, yeah, how can we make this like an, an actual, like make the most out of this trip? So, it, um, but yeah, we we're like working on all those cool ideas. So we had, uh, we had the idea, right? We were going to do something like that. We had the idea that we were going to open it up to people outside the state. Yeah. Then COVID happens and like, 
it was so weird because I remember when I decided we were going to have to do it online, uh, the venue still hadn't said that it was canceled. And they came back and said at one point, we'll still, since it's outdoors, if you guys want to do it, go for it. And I said, that scares the hell out of me Yeah, to do an actual festival during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, no, thank you. Like I'd yeah. rather take this. I can only take one. I can only take one stress. And I, so I was like, yeah, online, <laughs> we're going to do it online, which opened, in hindsight, that's yeah. the best decision you could have made. I, I think you probably like, even if no one got sick, like you probably, like I personally would have been like, oh, I really shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You just be sitting there wondering, and people wouldn't have done it. People wouldn't have shown up. People would have missed it. It would have been all mm-hmm. kinds of like, yeah. So I don't feel bad about that. But yeah, so going online was, uh, yeah, so, so that's when we decided to go online. But we had, but we, but the idea was that we would move our meetups, our monthly meetups online first. And that would be like, you know, get that practice, like figure out how this, how these cameras work and, you know, maybe buy a, a microphone and, Get a camera. That was another problem. Yeah, get a camera. I still don't have a camera, but um, you couldn't get a camera. I didn't get a microphone. Uh, you know, we looked into that, and oh, while well, we were trying all the different streams, we were having conversations with everybody we knew who was streaming, including uh, the Seattle peeps. Uh, Snowden was. I think we we talked to him. Yeah. We talked to the New York guys about how they were doing it. We were talking to everybody. Yeah, Justin and- Snowden is just like. He's kind of like I don't know. He, I I need to just prop him up for a second, give him some 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 credit. Like he's he's kind of like the technical mastermind behind a lot of stuff that happens um, from the Seattle scene. Him him and of course Bradley and Josh. But yeah, I just wanted to take a moment. Way to go, Justin! You're awesome. Yeah, way to go, Justin. We yeah, we talked I mean, to him. We talked yeah. to him, and I was like, wow. Okay, this is we- not just you know your laptop camera and mm-hmm. you know hooking up a a microphone and and you know he was talking external video converters and you know with like hd streaming and things like that and you, we have five sh- mbit upload in colorado here like <laughs> yeah it's you should see like so, have you heard of monster planet yeah a, so monster planet is this thing in seattle it's actually kind of how i met a lot of the people who are now my close friends here in seattle but they do it like, you know, it's, it became a, what they call an odd cast. So it's a live stream on YouTube and I've gone over for a couple of those. And it's like going into a, like a real TV studio. Like when I got there and saw their setup, I was just like, oh, you guys do not fuck around. This is the real deal. <laughs> so yeah, you, he's a great, I, I mean, I think he had a lot to do with like helping them get that set up. And I know Bradley too. I actually don't know the to- full story. So I hope I'm giving the proper credit. Um, <laughs> But yeah, sorry, I just went on another tangent. But yeah, that, that yeah. helped us a lot. Totally. Kind of mm-hmm. Get level set a little bit. Because mm-hmm. yeah, we could just do a Zoom call, right? But whether that was the right technology to use, what was the right technology to use? Like like David said, we explored a lot of different options. You know, probably made a lot of, you know, mistakes along the way, but I think we came out in an in you know, in a in a way that we had learned a lot. And we learned from our mistakes and we tried to make that, do that better the next time around. Mm-hmm. Um, and that helped us a lot to kind of grow a little bit. And, you know, then also people seem to like it. Mm-hmm. Right. They, they, it, it kind of, you know, what we talked about before Colorado, right? So you got Fort Collins an hour north of Denver. You got Colorado Springs an hour and a half south of Denver. You got the mountains. 
you know, now all of a sudden in the meetup, everybody could just tune in. Yeah, it wasn't mm -hmm. a person and it wasn't the same, but we got a lot of response by streaming to YouTube and having the interaction of the people be chatting in YouTube while looking at us, you know, making funny dad jokes, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the chats, about, yeah. The, yeah, the chats crazy. in all of these are so much fun. Like that, I look forward to the performances and the, the content as much as I do like chatting with people about it. Even if you like, mm -hmm. I love, I love that. Like I personally love the pre-recorded stuff because it's easier for me to do one and I get to chat with people when I do it. And I get to chat with the person who's performing right now. So if they're doing something and be like, Oh, what, what are you, what are you using here? Or you can tell them in real, like, Hey, I loved that transition and they can see it because they're like watching it with you. I just, I think that's a really fun aspect. And then like the untitled beat collective chats, man, we just like, we go off on some really weird tangents and it just <laughs> becomes like this, this inside joke for one night that just becomes this crazy thing. And it's just like, it's the closest thing you can get to being like, yeah, we're hanging out again, you know? Well, I, and I would even argue it's even better because I, you know, I've, I, I mean, there's times when you're watching a show and you go by yourself, you may bump into somebody, you may not mm -hmm. go to the whole show and just then walk away and be like, that was a great show, but never have talking to like 90% of the people that were there on the chats. People have zero. Well, some people, most people have zero problems with just talking to a complete stranger on chat. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I watch those chats. I'm like, I don't know who these people are. I mean, yeah. like some of the names I recognize, but there's always at least you know five or six new handles. I'm like, mm -hmm. we are going back and forth, you know, mm -hmm. and that's pretty awesome, you know. Yeah. So my question to you about this aspect of it, like this online digital festival and stuff, like, should the world open up again? Of course, you're going to want to do live in person events, but do you think that these digital things are here to stay? Is that something that you guys, as a, as a synth society, want? to continue to pursue on top of doing the, the in-person ones? Yeah, I think so. I, th I mean, yeah. I mean, when we were doing the meetups, the number one question I would get from people who couldn't make the meetups or were living somewhere else is like, where's the video of it? Where's the video of your meetups? Where's the video of your meetups? Especially when we were getting, so we were, we've been really good about having good talks at our meetups. And so, you know, people would want to watch that talk. We had Heimbach at our meetup once, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, turn of events and like we had this great conversations and it's like none of it's recorded it's all gone which is cool yeah. you know in its own sense its own mm -hmm. you know very modular kind of way it's fine that that patch is gone but there are about now understanding how much people um you know kind of need it to kind of balance out their life Mm -hmm. I feel like, oh yeah, you know, this is important to somebody. More important than than I sometimes take I take it for granted because I see it. But we have we have a couple of guys in Carpendale, you know, like they're them them making it out here is gonna be really tough. And yeah, they would love to, to hear this and see this. And so being able to include them on the digital side, yeah, this is this is eye opening. I hope this part doesn't change. I hope we keep doing more digital stuff or online yeah. stuff. I, I, I was kind of, I was kind of hoping that was the answer. Cause I was thinking like, it's just a cool, like we always talk about this community thing and like, Oh yeah, the, the Colorado community is awesome. And it reminds me of the Seattle community, but like over the past few months, it's like, there's just all this crossover and bleed together, um, which is just so cool. And that's evidenced by uh, 
you know, especially you got like you guys working with with Justin here uh, in Seattle to figure out how to do it. And then I've seen them. I've seen Seattle people on your shows and I've seen you on, you know, SoCal Synth Society shows. And I know you guys are working with SoCal Synth Society on something new um, that we kind of hinted at a few minutes ago. So like, I don't know. It's just I, I love this aspect. It's it's really making lemonade out of the 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 sour lemons of a pandemic. So, and I, I um, think that for for me, it's I think it got accelerated a lot by the situation that we as a as a community, a world, got thrown in. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that you know? Yeah, we could have established. A, you could have come out to the festival. We could have talked, and then you could have said, "Yeah, you know what." Let's have you, you know, on the podcast or something like that. And then something like mm-hmm. grows really organically that way. But we got all thrown into this. No more live events. No more meetups. Everybody at home. And then, you know, SoCal, since society does their online streaming, right? And then mm-hmm. New York does their signals festival. And then, you know, we start doing these band camp listening sessions and things. So there's so many new ideas that came out of that. I don't think that we would have thought about doing a band camp listening session online without yeah. any of the other things happening before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, like you were saying, if people can't make it to it, like, you know, do, do the, do the, uh, the local stuff, you know, for the people who can, but like, I, I, my only worry is it going to push people to be like, Oh, I'll just catch the online version. But like that may just be the world that we're headed towards right now. So yeah, some, that, some will, but some, so I, I re- so Alex from WMD, he was, um, streaming freak boutique mm-hmm. from the bar in Denver and my parents in Germany watched my first performance there. It was so I cool. was playing last at eleven o'clock or ten thirty, and they had me on their TV in their living room in the morning in Germany. You know, eight hours later, and they were watching that performance. That to me, you know, showed that there is more than just the local thing is one thing, and it's great, and the the, the connections that you made, the physical connections, but there is something to that that greater picture of making it available with the technology that you have today that's a big part mm-hmm. yeah definitely i love that yeah, story I, by the way and i feel like i feel like you're always going to have that audience is going to be like uh i'll catch it online but that's the same audience that's going to be like i'll catch them when they're in town next time yeah yeah <laughs> so totally. like you're right you're right about that for sure and i guess yeah. modular seattle has been live streaming their stuff forever and they're still like you know highly attended events so I, I should and once events are a thing again i think everybody's going to be dying to get out and you know go to some yeah um, i yeah. know i miss it so much i didn't realize how much it was just like a part of you know it's just part of my my life you know the once once a month or once every two months going and hanging out with these hundred people or so that all became like a crash course in friendship. Like, oh my God, we're all like really, we're good buds now because we're playing each other's houses and stuff. And um, yeah, sorry, I keep I keep waxing poetic because uh, just talking about this kind of stuff, like it's, it's it's really the it was the spark that lit the the fire for this whole you know starting this show you know this community and just wanting to get to know everybody. Um, but let's talk about what you're working on. You're talking about some inclusion stuff. Um, you were. Um, you're working with Traversi of SoCal Synth Society on something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you want to tee that one up, Christoph? Or uh, sure. Yeah. Um, so, like, I think, like David said before, um, we 
we had a lot of conversations recently about, um, you know, inclusion and diversity. And, uh, and I think there's a lot of opportunity that, that we saw, that we see, and that also we got feedback on, you know, for, for the events that we were doing. Right. And, um, and I think that from our perspective, um, we both very strongly feel that that is something that we want to work on, be better, support however we can with no if, buts and whens really. Right. Just, mm -hmm. just be, be there and be supportive of that, that the, the community, the diversity in the community. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think, yeah, that's, that's something that, um, that we're doing now is, is, you know, giving our, um, platform of the Colorado Madras Sin Society to a cause that has been, you know, put forward by, uh, by Traversi and some other from the so-called Sin Society to increase the, the awareness for, uh, diversity and, uh, you know, and, and, and empower, you know, specifically women in, in electronic music and show mm -hmm. that, um, that, that there is more work to be done and give a, sh give a platform and a showcase for those women in electronic music. Yeah. Yeah. So Travarsi and, and Space Racer, they kind of had this idea about, you know, putting out a message out there and saying, okay, where, where are the women and non-binary artists and modular and synth and also you know hybrid and regular synthesizer like real performers where, where are you we want to connect with you and so they put that call out and they're going to be doing a series of events where they're kind of doing these takeovers of different uh different shows uh, like jano from um modular world his show will be a part of that and we're gonna we're gonna give up our platform uh later on to, to also do that and so the so the, the cool thing about that is it totally goes and it's totally in line with what what the feedback we were getting um about our show because i'll be totally honest like you know we we were we were trying to do we were trying to reach out to to women and we weren't having very much success and um I, i'm not blaming uh you know women for that i actually i kind of in in these discussions I was realized like, you know, I'm I'm probably not looking and I'm not sending the message to the right spots. I send it to these these same forms that are filled with men. I'm sending these you know, I'm I'm, pro I'm posting it on these uh certain channels or, you know, that are predominantly men. So if like it's just like I'm not like I have to like get outside of that comfort zone and and, and you know find find these artists or, or at least like, you know, let, let them know that we're open for submission, which is, which is, you know, uh, something we heard that, you know, they didn't even know we were, you know, had open submissions for the festival. That's, mm -hmm. that wasn't aware. So how, how do we do that? And, and, you know, we talked to Travarsi and Travarsi's like, you know, took that step of like, she's trying to do the same thing and she's trying to branch out. So she has, um, had more success with that. And I, I'm so excited about that because I think that this will raise the visibility of, of CMSS and those communities and in front of those individuals who wouldn't have seen us um, 
and before. And, and then that allows us to grow and learn. And I would love to, you know, to have you know, more women uh, involved in, in this scene for sure. I, you know, obviously like uh, that, that would be a great thing. Um, you know, also, I, think, I just want to say, like, of course, you know, three dudes talking about this. Like, yeah. we can definitely get into it, like some problematic, slippery slope stuff. But I do think that part of our role as males is to create these environments that are, like, you know, welcoming. Because I know that I, I still hear, I still hear it and see, you know, posts from some women and non-binary people that as much as we talk about the community and, you know, this open-minded community of the, the synth world you know there's still a lot of there's there's still a lot of uh you know bad actors out there who keep it intimidating um and keep it you know kind of just not a fun place or welcoming place for women to be and um and i only know that because i i I hear that and see that posted like this from from women and non-binary people um and i believe that um so i i think what we can do as males like is is try to offer that say hey i want to help boost you in any way i can i want and and i think i love the idea of the takeover you know rather than because it's one thing it's something i've struggled with i try to you know ask i try to have as many female guests as i can from the from the scene on as often as i can but it is i think much better i think much more effective just Mm -hmm. to be like here here are the reins you know because i've 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 tried to you know I, i feel like every time i have um, you know, not every time, but you know, anytime I talk about this and especially if I talk about it with a woman, I just sound like a blumber, a blubbering idiot. And I'm like trying to not say the wrong thing. And because I want to be woke, but I'm also just like, you know, it's not, that's all my problem is what I'm saying. I'm still yeah. you know, learning how to tra- tra- traverse that ground, but it's also some of this ground doesn't need to be traversed by men. Um, I don't know. I kind of just went on a ramble there. I no, I hear, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, I, I'll, you know, I'm, I like to be honest about the stuff. It is, it is, a, we're all learning here and I love that we're even talking about it. I think that's a, a huge step, but yeah, I think that was obviously a concern of ours too, is just to have a bunch of dudes on a panel talking about women issues and mm-hmm. having one woman guest. I'm like, you know, I, 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 this is something, this is like this idea of, of, of having more inclusion um, isn't necessarily new idea for us we we've we've been thinking about it i've reached out to a couple different other um organizations in denver to to see if they said if they wanted to like i say i'll give you all my eurax stuff i'll find you a space i'll get you a sound system i don't even have to show up you don't have to put my name on it anything just play with the stuff and talk about it whatever you want to include a guy that's fine that's up to you and this is that unfortunately this hadn't happened in with COVID that made it even harder to like follow through with any of that. So when Travarsi is totally up to say like, yeah, I'll do the takeover. Like, yeah, give me that. And I'm like, have at it because like, that's what I have to offer really is this is the stage and you know, the, you know, the, the some of the visibility and, the, and we're talking about, and I say that like, I'm totally, I'll be honest. Like I gotta be humble. Like, it's a niche stage. It's a small stage in front of it and uh, amongst some other stages. So I know it's not like the end all be all, <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, I, the, the point is, is that we want to like, we don't need to control that. We don't need to be, you know, that doesn't have to be like, Hey, Cy mountains, a cool dude. That's not the point of it. Right. Like mm-hmm. 
They need stages. They need women running that whole situation. So they're going to run that whole thing and we're going to be here for support. Christoph said it best. Christoph said, I'll do whatever it takes to help. He's like, if it's me mowing the lawn, so you have time to work on your set, we'll do it. You know? Yeah. 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 That, that I think is the, is the important thing, right? Like we said, we don't want to be on the show, but I'm happy to be behind the scenes and, and, you know, do the technical stuff from the experience that we have gotten to do it the last couple of months and, and support, support with that. Give that really that stage, that prepared stage, not just, Hey, here's a room. You got to decorate it. You got to do all this stuff yourself, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's kind of pointless at that point in time. We want to be able to, to, you know, give our support to that, um, to that, uh, that, that cause of increasing diversity and empowering, you know, more diversity in, in the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that's a really forward, forward thinking way of doing it. And, uh, I'm, I'm going to try and like learn from, from you guys. Um, and, uh, yeah. Cause, and, and I think also for me, it's also like expanding outside of, uh, you know, I think it's, it's women, non-binary and, you know, just non-white dudes, basically, you know, mm-hmm. it's a very, it's very white dude dominated scene and really country. And I think you a lot of naysayers, all of which are white dudes, um, are going to say like, well, there's just more of them. It's a numbers thing. And it's like, yeah, but that's kind of like, you kind of start getting the, the, yeah. the snake eating its own tail. Like, why is it that way? Is it maybe because, uh, a little like not welcoming appearing you know like a wall of white dudes is like to non-white dudes is probably like the least inviting thing to walk towards right now so um yeah yeah i mean i like you know i was i don't know if we were talking a little bit about birding earlier and like you know so uh, that's something that I want to get into, but a lot of people don't watch realize. Out for Karens. <laughs> watch out for Karens. Yeah, that's, and that's what's up. Like, as a Latino, like, I can't go birding like you guys can. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that like, people don't realize. You know, they just didn't, they didn't cross their mind. And it's the mm-hmm. same. And I'm not trying to say that that's the, the perfect metaphor, but I can, I can, I can understand if uh, a woman, a non binary person, person of color doesn't want to go to a warehouse with a bunch of white dudes. Like mm-hmm. if that just like sparks a little bit of anxiety, enough anxiety to say like, you know what? I don't want to do that. If they mm-hmm. don't want to get onto an online form because getting online forms always ends up being these, you know, I see it now. Like I look at like Facebook groups and this is why I'm not a muff wiggler. I can't stand the posts about people saying like, Oh, my wife let me buy this synthesizer or my girlfriend yeah. is on like, it's like, are we seriously still doing that? Is it still mm-hmm. this like guys do it, girlfriends complain? That's that's like I can't take that anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like they people people do it innocently enough, you know. But that's enough of a signal that they don't realize that they're sending that is totally like enough to be like I don't want to be involved with that. I think right what you just described there is actually I think the the big the big hurdle for um, you know, basically white males that, that they need to cross to be able to understand um, what their role and what their power is. Because I, I mean, I have so many friends. I'm having a really hard time lately, to be honest. I have friends and family who are just aligning with, you know, what I view as the direct opposition to what I think progress is. Um, 
and it's hard to 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 make amends with that or make peace with that but like the the thing that's so frustrating is everything that you just said i know people that'll be like you know that would just completely dismiss that as like like that's not like that's not even true that's just hit like liberal snowflake shit and it's just and it's it's a it's an it's an unwillingness to entertain the idea that maybe just inherently within you you've had some some advantages because nobody wants to t- nobody wants to admit that they their success maybe was uh, outside of themselves you know it was because of some advantage and and so there's this knee jerk reaction to just to deny it and get defensive and i think that is like one of the the main sicknesses right now um yeah that's my little soapbox <laughs> i hear you i hear you man that's i think good. that you know, when you look at a community, um, when you when you approach a community and it's and you know you're that white male where it's where it's let's say easier, right? You are welcomed and it's all you know high fives and 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 everything is great. But what for me, looking behind and working with David on the community aspects of the Colorado Modulus in Society, that opened my eyes to a lot of things and raised my awareness of these issues, right? When we, when we talked about things like, you know, how can we get more people involved and things like that? And David tells me that, you know, there's people that don't want to be involved because they think it will be, there will be a negative connotation to that, right? They, they don't want to be involved because they don't want to be exposed to things that are negative towards them and and they just don't want to go there. And I think that that is really something that, for me personally, is a large motivator to change things, to have more inclusion, to be more diverse. And it's not easy, Absolutely. right? And, no. you know, it, it, and it's every single time you do something, you should be aware and be more aware than last time that what you're doing needs some kind of a, a foundation that is built on diversity. And Yes, it's not easy, and yes, the next time it's not just—it's not going to be fifty-fifty. But if we can make progress in those areas, just a little bit every single time, and that's what we're trying to do by helping, you know, Travarsi's effort, um, mm-hmm. which is called Frequency Shift. I don't know if we we mentioned yeah. that. Sorry. Um, and it's that's a great that's a great name to tie together to the like the I think it's a it's a great name to tie together the you know, modular synthesis frequencies and then a shift maybe towards a place that's better than it was before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think like if you're, if you're out there listening and maybe you're kind of flinching at this or, you know, and you're kind of like, I don't know, these guys are, these guys are libtards or something like that. <laughs> um, I hate that word. I shouldn't have used that word. Um, just think of like, the, okay, so if you, if you know the community, you, you love this community feeling and that feeling that you have of acceptance and, and, and like camaraderie and being part of something like, just, just don't just think like, don't you want that? Don't you want to just expand that to be like anybody who wants to come in? Cause that's kind of the, that's the, that's at least that's the, the narrative that's spun about this, about our, our synth scene. Mm-hmm. The narrative is like, all are welcome. Everybody will be welcomed in the warm embrace of the modular community. And I have a feeling there's some people out there that are like, yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's as simple as you're saying. And I just, if you're out there and you're kind of on the fence about this, I just ask you to please just like try to stop and, and just allow yourself to consider that being a possibility. I'm not saying that you have to change your mind, 
but at least allow it to, to, consider, to consider it to be a possibility and just see what happens on that train of thought. I don't know. Well, I'm glad you say that. I, you know, one thing that, um, that started off early on in on my journey on working on building this community was that because of where we are in Colorado, we would meet people from outside the state and they would come down and they say, oh, this is so cool. We don't have one of these in my city or where I'm from. Um, and, you know, I would always be like, well, let me know what you need. Like, I'll get you in touch with, you know, all the people I've talked to. I'll give you all the notes. I'll tell you how I put it together. Like, I want you to build it. Like, you, you're totally welcome here. You can jump on our forums, whatever, hang out whenever. I'll send you stickers. Let's do it. But I want you to build your own thing so that you can have what, what's going on here. And that, that was like, that was like a, that was like a, like a subplot. And when I was working on, on building this, like, oh, I'm going to help, you know, seed and this and be a good example. Because that's where I'm from. Like, right, you know, like, it's like my dad taught me, you know, like, you deserve to be in that room just as much as everybody else. Uh, and that's easier said than done. So I, I know it's not exactly the same thing for some of those, from, you know, people in Nebraska. But to me, I'm like, you know, just because you're not on the East or West Coast doesn't mean you can't, like, be into, like, modular synths or you know be be any good like that's also like an uh you know an old idea that like all the best bands are on the coast you know mm-hmm. that's not true you could be great from lincoln nebraska i mean that's cool you could do that mm-hmm. so the same idea is like you don't have to you can be a part of that so anyhow long story to get to this but yeah so you know that that idea about helping build those small communities for just to talk about modules and get people that not feel so alone, mm-hmm. um, which is a real thing when you're in modular synthesizers. You feel super alone at that beginning stage, and you're just like, I don't know where I'm at. I'm over my head. Everybody else seems to be experts, and I'm still trying to figure out what a VCA is. You know, like that could be that is another thing that can be really crippling to some people who may or may not have you know you know issues with dealing with large communities who don't like to be in rooms or you know are kind of tinkering in their own little space. Like I, I've talked to those people. They they don't they don't talk to very many other people, but they love their mm-hmm. modules and they come to our meetups and you can see them like they're like like blossom socially. <laughs> uh-huh. You know? Yeah. And it's yeah. it's 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 like the most heartwarming thing. You know, mm-hmm. and I love that. And it's like you're saying, like that's what we were trying to say. Like, you know, we want to bring this community. Well now we're at a certain stage where like, okay, we said that we want to keep carrying that through. And we want to keep keep that keep that same ideology of being open and welcoming, and that doesn't stop at skin color or the way you you know self identify or any other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's like if you really truly want to be open, if you really believe that music opens your mind, man, then like <laughs> then, then let's go, let's do it, let let's yeah. lean in on that. Yeah, no, I love that. I, that's that's like. That was that was poetry. I love that. <laughs> um, well, man, we I feel like we covered a lot of stuff, and um, I love. I I, I want to thank you for being you know just open about everything that we just talked about because I try to. Uh, it's important to me as a voice. Like I was like same same thing you were talking about a little bit. We, like we both have platforms. Yes, and little it's a little niche you know thing. It's not you know. 
We're not like Instagram influencers or anything. <laughs> but, <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, I think a lot of people tune in to your 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 shows and and listen to your music, and your scene carries a lot of weight. And I think it's important for us to use that um, for for good. Um, and if you disagree, come at me, bro. Just kidding. Um, do you guys want to do a patch challenge? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, we were just talking about we. So we it was funny. We were, we had like a quick conversation. We we're like, well, maybe we should give him a patch challenge. Maybe we should do. It. Oh, that's no one's ever brought. Never, no one's ever done that. Should we all do one? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, that'd be cool. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. So, so would you? Here, I, I can. Let's 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 hash this out. What do we want to do? Do we want to? Um, each do the same prompt. Do you want to give me a prompt and I give, give you each your own prompt or do you guys want the same prompt and then you give me one? Um, what do you, I'll, I'll let you guys decide. Uh, prompt. Prompt. Just, two, there's like five different choices. Yeah, those are a lot of scenarios. You want me to run them by you again? We could all well, share a prompt. I could give you each an indiv- individual prompt and you okay. can give me my own prompt. Yeah, let's just pick between those two. Let's, let's, I, my vote is that we share a prompt so that the listeners can like have it'll be easier like to, for them to say. Okay, um, actually, yeah, I like that who sucks too. and who doesn't. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what's cool is like you know the funny thing is like oh, what's what's kind of doesn't get really talked about too much um, is that like Christoph and I are like very into also making music on top of doing all this. Oh, yeah, all I this forgot. Music stuff. Yeah, can you you guys while I'm generating this plug, will you guys uh, you just uh, David, you're about to release a new album, right? You like the pre-order is yeah available? yeah my yeah by the time everyone listens to it, it might be out, but yeah so yeah my. My new EP coming out on Mule Halt. It's uh that'll be um out on the thirty first, and yeah, that's some some ambient, yeah, five song. Uh, yeah, I listened to the two songs that are available. Um, you sent me the the link there, and yeah, nice washy, yeah, kind of lay in it. Really like I feel like you could just like float on your back in it. Yeah, it's Jack London's uh, "How to Build a Fire" uh, to build a fire in space. Oh, so when when you get the album, there's each each uh, where the lyrics would be would be a line from my short story that goes. Oh, on. oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's awesome. And I'm the, my other the other my other passion is trying to get Kristoff to like put out some music because he's like one of my favorite like live performers at Lodge anyhow, and we have one of his songs on our on our compilation. But I'm always trying to get him to put out stuff because I know he's been recording a lot. Uh huh. I know. So that's hard. Finishing it is. <laughs> David, I think I have I have a similar relationship with my friend David Lutz. He's my Kristoff, and I think he's I think he's my favorite. He's one of the best modular synthesists I, I've ever seen or heard, and I have a bunch of recordings for him that I like mixed, and I'm like, I will do everything to release this album. Like the world <laughs> needs your music, and he's right. Like, oh. So, yeah. Um, so we can listen to one of your songs, Christoph. Yes, the one song that's it's on the the Colorado Modular Synth Society um, compilation, Volume One. Uh, sorry, um, I'm not laughing at the the name of your song or where to get it. I a really 
a really kind of fun, not funny, but like a really, like it might be too on the nose. I'm sitting here generating words with my patch challenge generator (laughs) and it came all inclusive reopening. And I just feel like that's what we were just talking about, but I don't know how you would patch that. I'm going to keep going. That's hilarious. Yeah. 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 That almost sounds like marketing, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, come Wicked to Arby's Gate. this summer for an all-inclusive reopening of Arby's. <laughs> Wicked Gate, I like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Wicked what do you guys Gate. Think? Okay. Yeah. I've, I'm gonna, I'm gonna type it into the chat just so we. It's uh, like a, a Boston like patch. Is that this Wicked? It's a Wicked Gate. Gate. Yeah. Wicked Gate. Guy. <laughs> wicked. That's Amber a Wicked Lope. Gate, Bob. Bob. Is this that, is like the <laughs> people in Boston are like, why are they Fuck trying to do that accent? That's we. Nobody sounds like that. I apologize. Oh, I apologize to Boston Tonians. Bostonians? Boston. Um, Bostonians. So we're Washingtonians. What are people from Colorado? Coloradans? I, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Are you just. That's is that but right? then there, but yeah. And then there's like Denverites, I think is another one. Denverites. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, is there anything you guys want to scream from the modular mountaintops before we go do our patch challenges? Uh, I'm going to say, check out Frequency Shift. Um, we watch the festival. Uh, and check out the compilation. Check out the compilation, That's and do yourself a favor and reach out to somebody that you listen to on Instagram or YouTube and tell them how much you like their music. Ah, oh, I love that. I agree. Do that. Sweet. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Um, this has been a long time in the making. I, uh, yeah, Thanks I'm, I'm happy to finally. Yeah, I, you guys have interviewed me, and I've done stuff with you. It's it's fun. It's fun to finally get you on on this side of it. So, uh, all yeah. right. So I didn't go crazy and use um, a bunch of crazy gates from the <laughs> from the Metron. I ended up making something really really calm um, and and sweet. I think I used the Stephanie synthesizer. Uh, samples on the 4MS stereo triggered sampler. I hope you enjoy it.
All right, there was my wicked gate. Let's check out Monocene's. Thank you. 
Very spooky. All right, let's check out Sine Waves. Wicked Gate.
All right, that's our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to the Colorado Modular Synth Society for being guests. And don't forget to check out uh, Sign Mountain's got a new album out on Bandcamp right now. Uh, I'll put a little link in the description. Um, please check out NeedhamWoodworks.com for all your fine Eurat case needs. Uh, head over to Patchworks.com to find some sweet deals on some sweet gear. Um, and please check out the new After Later audio modules uh the tilt the blend and the steps um i love all three of them the blend i think is probably my favorite utility module for just it's just there's so many options within six c uh six cv uh six hp um for blending and mixing and, and doing cool stuff with, with CV signals. And there's two VCAs on it. So, um, yeah, it's a great value. It's very, very powerful. The tilt, of course. I mean, who doesn't need a functioning a functioning generator? I can't think today. A function generator. Who doesn't need a function generator in 6HP with a with an end of rise and end of fall trigger on it and an attenuator, attenuverter on the output signal? I mean, forget about it. Thank you again for joining me. Check out Sirius's Veil from Void Modular and uh, Recovery Effects. Got that Motormatic. Little tiny guy, 3 HP, little uh, ring modulator. Um, I think I'm rambling now, but I just there's just so much cool stuff to talk about. And uh, yeah, thanks again. And I'll be chatting with you next week.